Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, May 2nd, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. What to expect this week with the Senate in session number two. Inside the drama over a Congressional Progressive Caucus endorsement and number three, a busy May for Donald Trump's endorsees. Let's get into it. It is May 2nd, as I said before, which means there are 190 days until the midterm elections. We are going to count down every day. No, we're not actually, but there are 190 days as of today. Primary season is in full swing. Voters in 13 states head to the polls, including two tomorrow, Ohio and Indiana. It was interesting to see Donald Trump endorsed a bunch of candidates in Indiana last week, including Greg Pence, the brother of former Vice President Mike Pence, with whom Trump does not enjoy a particularly warm relationship at this point. Also endorsed a bunch of candidates candidates who are clearly going to win, part of uh, Trump's continuing efforts to um, pad his resume, let's say. A lot of candidates that he endorses are either not challenged in a primary or are going to clearly win. Um, We're monitoring, so we have a special edition this morning of Punchbowl News AM. Um, It is the tally edition. We are monitoring three storylines that will tell us a ton about the outlook for the both parties going into November. We've been tracking progressive angst on Capitol Hill over Ohio primary endorsement, as well as gauging former President Donald Trump's continuing sway over the GOP. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about a new fundraising force in the Democratic Party. But let's actually just talk for a second about news of the day, what to expect this week. The Senate's in this week. The House is out until next Tuesday, May 10th. What really grabbed attention over this weekend was Nancy Pelosi made a surprise visit to Ukraine. Um, incredibly interesting. Obviously, this this um, this visit was not announced because of security reasons. She went with Adam Schiff, Greg Meeks, Jason Crow, uh, Jim McGovern of Massachusetts, a whole host of her allies. Barbara Lee of California uh, went to Kiev and was only there for about three hours, according to reports. And this comes as Congress is beginning to consider. Joe Biden's request for an additional $33 billion in military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine. The Senate will start work on this package this week, um, but the big question that the Senate needs to wrestle with is whether to attach COVID preparedness money to the legislation. That is what Nancy Pelosi prefers. A lot of Democrats prefer that, um, but it would open Democrats up to a vote on reversing the Biden administration's decision to use Title 42 Public Health Authority to expel migrants from the U.S.-Mexico border. That's a very tough vote for moderate and vulnerable Democrats, so we don't expect a decision on this until after Senate Democrats huddle tomorrow, that's Tuesday, for their weekly policy luncheon. We'll be all over that. The Senate will spend the bulk of its week voting on motions to instruct for the CHIPS bill. Now, the CHIPS bill, as you know, we've been covering this ad nauseum because it's incredibly important for the Biden administration, for Congress, and for business. But the the legislation will be subject to 28 motions to instruct. Now, these are politically tricky votes that both parties get to put up uh, ahead of a formal negotiation between uh, Senate and House Democrats and Republicans. Uh, The Senate will use Tuesday and Wednesday to vote on the motions, and they expect to announce the first public hearing of the conference committee. That's that formal negotiation later this week. Party leaders hope to have the talks wrapped up by Memorial Day, although I I don't 
I am very skeptical that will happen. Other news on the economic front, obviously, the economy is showing signs of stress. Uh, Ukraine, coupled with soaring inflation, uh, a major COVID outbreak in China, COVID here in the United States, they are weighing heavily on financial markets. April saw trillions of dollars of market value wiped away on Wall Street. And in addition, the Fed is expected to hike interest rates a half a percentage point, that's 50 basis points, for the first time in more than two decades. The Fed's also likely to announce how it will shrink its $9 trillion asset portfolio. That could have an impact on on economic growth as well. Remember, the Fed does not have a full roster of folks because of uh, a hang-up in the Senate. Jerome Powell hasn't been confirmed to another term. Philip Jefferson, uh, Senate Republicans have filibustered Lisa Cook's nomination, saying she's too radical. Uh, they have an absence problem this week. Ron Wyden of or they, Ron Wyden of Oregon and Chris Murphy of Connecticut had COVID last week. I assume they'll be out of quarantine this week. Uh, Michael Bennett announced last night that he had COVID and he was going to be out this week quarantining at his home in Denver. So it's going to be tough for the Senate to move anything this week, anything of substance this week that's not widely bipartisan because of those absences. Now let's get into the number two story of the day, part of our tally special coverage about an Ohio House rematch dividing progressives and sparking a backlash in the Capitol. Now, the Congressional Progressive Caucus is a force. It's led by Pramila Jayapal of Washington State. They endorsed Chantel Brown, who's facing off against liberal Nina Turner on Tuesday. Now, Turner was the co-chair of Senator Bernie Sanders' 2020 presidential campaign, and um, she was the favorite heading into the 2020 race to succeed Marsha Fudge, who became the HUD secretary. Campaign grew very heated, uh, and um, Jayapal endorsed Turner in 2020. Now, uh, as did a bunch of other progressives, including Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This time... They endorse Brown. Now, Brown is a sitting member of Congress, so that's uh, uh, there's a different dynamic here. But there are interesting. There's some interesting griping in the Congress, in the Congressional Progressive Caucus, about that endorsement, about Turner joining the CPC and the CPC endorsing Turner. Now, Senator Bernie Sanders is still endorsing Brown, um, but this is going to be an interesting. This is an interesting issue for um, for. The Congressional Progressive Caucus. A lot of people are suggesting that uh, uh, the CPC's endorsement had to uh, was was meant to boost Pramila Jayapal's leadership ambitions. She vehemently denies that. She basically says that Brown is a progressive member in good standing in the CPC. But an interesting reversal now that Brown is a sitting member of Congress. Jayapal endorsed Turner. Is now her her caucus has now endorsed Brown. Number three story of the day, uh, Donald Trump has a lot of endorsements up in uh, May, both on the gubernatorial side and on the Senate side. Ohio has its primary this month, uh, and Donald Trump has endorsed J.D. Vance. Interestingly enough, Donald Trump was in Nebraska last night and said this about J.D. Vance's endorsement. We endorse J.P., right? J.D. Mandel. Of course, J.D. Vance's name is not J.D. Mandel. That's Josh Mandel, who Trump did not endorse. This, as as Dave Weigel on the Washington Post pointed out, that uh, this came in the same rally that Donald Trump was knocking Joe Biden's ability to keep his word straight. Also in May, uh, Pennsylvania primary between Mehmet Oz and David McCormick. That has uh, dominated headlines in the Keystone State. Trump has endorsed Oz. Uh, We'll have to see how that turns out. He That's a very tight race. And in North Carolina, Trump endorsed Ted Budd, the congressman who is 
leading over Pat McCrory, the former governor. And in Alabama, uh, interesting failure from Donald Trump. That primary is May 24th. Trump enthusiastically endorsed Mo Brooks, but uh, he is not in the lead, quite obviously. Uh, And Katie Britt, the former chief of staff to Richard Shelby, is facing off against Mike Durant, a former Blackhawk down pilot, Uh, will be an interesting test of Trump's endorsement there. And in less of a surprise, this is not going to be a surprise race, Herschel Walker, Early, who Trump endorsed early, is uh, his primary is May 24th in Georgia. Trump has endorsed Herschel Walker, endorsed him early, and he's going to win that primary. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. <laughs>